Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefni Early and you are listening to episode 84 of the podcast. Today is the sports roundup and we are focusing on yesterday's senior ladies football championship final between St. Joseph's of Carrigallon and Ahavas and Glencarman or Hamilton in Carrick and Shannon yesterday afternoon. We'll also be looking at the semi-finals of the men's junior A and B championships in the county as well as a Connacht League title for Leitrim Village's Matthew Early and his Sligo Rugby Club teammates. Just a reminder that we are looking ahead to our 100th show, which falls in just a few weeks' time, a couple of days ahead of the county final. It's also going to be in the middle of World Mental Health Week, and we are bringing those three events all together into one very special night. On Tuesday the 8th of October, in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton, we will be inviting you to join us for the live recording of that very special episode. We'll be featuring the teams in the county final at senior and intermediate level, chatting to great characters from the clubs, celebrating the 25th anniversary of Leitrim's historic 1994 Connacht Championship victory, and taking a look at both sides in the championship final with the ultimate preview show for that game. Tickets to the event will be €10 plus a small booking fee, and thanks to the support of the Glen Centre, the entire ticket price will go to Northwest Stop. Tickets are available now on theglencentre.com. Yesterday afternoon, a bumper crowd was in Avoncard Parkshaw McDiarmida in Carrick and Shannon to see a heavily fancied Glencar Manor side take on the reigning champion St. Joseph's, themselves aiming for their third consecutive championship title. Early dominance from the challengers saw them take a three points to one point lead which could have been even more, but for some wayward shooting and a few near misses. After weathering the early storm, St. Joseph's grew back into the game and some fantastic work saw them claw their way back level before a fortuitous long-range effort dropped short just under the crossbar and evaded the manor keeper to leave the champions ahead at the break by four points. Four yellow cards, three for the holders, were the main talking points in the second half. Connacht Rugby's dual star Hannah Johnson made a tackle which would have been excellent on a rugby pitch but unfortunately earned her a 10 minute break. 10 minutes later she re-entered the game facing a 7 point deficit as Michelle Heslin started her own enforced rest. She was joined by her twin sister Anya a few minutes later as they were starting to be reeled in by the rampant Glencar Manor side. A third player would get her marching orders at the very end of the game but they managed to both ride their luck in places and also defend like their lives depended on it to hold on and secure the title once again. I spoke to some of the players and coaches involved in the game. Let's start with the winning joint captains, Vanessa Galogli and Carmel McGovern. Vanessa Galogli, three in a row, you must be delighted. Yeah, absolutely delighted, briefly. Um, it's unbelievable, obviously history in the club now, but look, I have to credit that special group of girls and even girls who are retired now. It's not just today that this has happened, it's the work for the last, I think we've been, it's our tenth fine, or our ninth time in ten years in a final. So it's the work down through the years um, of those players and managers as well. So look, it's an absolutely fantastic achievement and yeah, absolutely delighted to get over the line. Made a couple of really important blocks towards the end there. It got a bit hairy. Uh, what was going through your mind for the last 10 or 15 minutes as the sin bins kicked in and the, the, the gap got smaller and smaller? 
Yeah, look, um, I think any day you're in a county final, it always gets um, close like that. I th think something similar happened um, last year as well. But look, I believed in, in our girls. Um, our backs played phenomenal there in the end. They got some blocks in. Um, they put their heads where you wouldn't put your hand. And uh, look, credit to, to Manor Hamilton. They, they never give up right until the end. So look, um, it was a very tough game. And uh, it just felt like it could go at any minute. But uh, look, unbelievably proud of our girls. In terms of the sin binnings, any issues with any of them? No, to be honest, um, look, Jimmy's a fantastic referee and uh, you just got to respect his calls. Um, to be honest, the game just goes by so fast. Um, anything can happen in a minute and um, no, no issues at all from what I can remember anyway. Well, listen, congratulations today and the best luck in the Connacht Championship next week. Thank you very much, Brefney. Thank you. Karen McGovern, co-captain, how do you feel after that? Uh, I'm delighted, to say the least. I'm relieved and I'm delighted. So, uh, yes, yeah, great win. Good win for the girls. I'm just very happy for us all and we're all buzzing now. So tough game four yellow cards in total in the match three of them for your side yeah I actually funnily enough I'm just after saying there to my mother I said I, I thought only one of the Hessens got off <laughs> the two of them was off I didn't even realise I think when you're in the game you kind of don't realise a lot of things but uh, yeah I didn't, I didn't realise it was four we'll have, to, we'll have to now talk to the girls about that <laughs> in terms of that from mindset the two Hessens obviously get a lot of the column inches about this team the fact that they were off the pitch for the last 10 or 15 minutes at various stages uh, does that give the rest of the girls a little bit of confidence going into the Connacht Championship next week um, I don't know about that I think you know, if they're there, if they're not, we all play well. Like they're a massive part of our team, but you know, we all play well together. I think it's it's not a fact that they weren't there. It's just the fact that somebody had gone off. I, I actually didn't realise it was two off, but if two is off, it doesn't really matter who they are. It's the fact that there's 13 people on the pitch, and those 13 have to work. Whoever they are, be, let they be the Hessens or let they be anyone else. You know. Tell us a bit about the people behind the scenes who have helped you get to this stage today. Yeah, as I said before, the lads, Brian, um, Ray, James and JP. There's more than the lads, but I mean, the lads are just, they really are um, top class. Like, we couldn't ask for better managers. Um, anything we ask, they do. And thankfully, it works both ways. Anything they tell us to do, we do. I think that's why we're here today. Um, you know, there's no arguments. There's no um, back chat or anything like that. They, they have brilliant ideas. And uh, thankfully, we, we just go with it. And it works out in the end. Thank God. Well, listen, congratulations today and the very best look ahead for the rest of the Connacht Championship. Thank you very much, Brefney. Thank you. Claire Owens, slightly more relieved than you were uh, when we spoke to you last week. I uh, must be happy. Definitely, yeah. Probably got out of jail there a little bit. Uh, I know Manor Hampton missed a lot, of, a lot of goals and points and if they'd gone in, it'd be a very different story. But, yeah, look, at at the same time, you have to say fair play to our defence and kind of how we, we worked on keeping the ball as much as we possibly could in that second half. So, yeah, I think we've been very, very lucky. But at the same time we probably made our own look a little bit as well so happy out Did the game go to plan? I, I don't know if, if any game maybe maybe management would disagree with me or, or it should go to plan but I don't know really like once you take to the pitch yes it went to plan as in you know we got the right result but I think Manor Hamilton started very well we were a little bit all over the shop for the first kind of 10-15 minutes and could have gone either way at that point it was it was a case of are we going to lie down here and let them keep scoring or are we going to actually try and get our hands on the ball and start working something the other way so didn't probably go to plan but what game really does uh, we focused and we talked to everyone else about the end of the game but the start of the game uh, quite slow start and even though you scored first it took you a while maybe to get back into the pace of the game definitely as I say like the first 10-15 minutes you were thinking you know what? How is this game going to go? Like they seem to be all over us, and yeah, I don't know. We might have got the first score, but it seemed like they kind of were pegging on a couple of scores, and we weren't really responding. Um, we were getting our kick out, but we were getting turned over. So definitely, probably not the start we wanted. But as I said, you know, maybe previous years we would have kind of thought, right, today isn't our day. Shut up shop, and 
and hold out and we actually thought no look at we, as I say just trying to get our hands on the ball really was all because that's what we weren't doing and everyone did that you know and everyone kind of put the shoulder to the wheel so I have to be happy with that and kind of how we, we stuck in it for those kind of few minutes where they were very much on top Three in a row where does that number end? Who knows Bethany um, I don't know look I get like three in a row all willing ladies have done I think seven in a row so three in a row obviously is lovely for us as a club because we haven't done it before but in terms of Clubs dominating in Leitrim ladies football were way off when you consider oh, Will and have I think seven in a row back in I don't know early 2000s I'm not even sure when but they definitely have they have a few more on us so we'll keep at it I, I we, we don't have any aspirations to get a particular number in a row and um, you know again the team is very different so who knows who's around next year like we're very lucky that when some players move on and retire or go off travelling or whatever it is that we have girls coming in so you can never really tell how the year is going to go um, but we'll keep at it there's a, there's a lot of a lot of positives to take from this year, um, obviously today being a huge one. Uh, intermediate Championship in the Connacht, sorry, Connacht Intermediate Championship next week against Mayo Opposition. What's the, uh, Have you even thought that far ahead? I didn't know it was next week now. Um, no, I'll be honest, I haven't de- never thought further than today, so I don't know who it's against. I don't know, didn't even know that it was intermediate and not senior. Is that what you're telling me? I don't know, yeah. Uh, no, look again, we'll, we'll regroup. Obviously we'll have a good night tonight and... Whoever else, and tomorrow night. Yeah, I was going to say if people want to carry it on, but um, we will regroup. It's a lovely, you know, it's lovely to play a team that we know absolutely nothing about. As you can tell, I know nothing about them. I don't know who they are, but you know, you play a lot of the same teams within Leitrim. It's a small enough pool, so you know, we look forward to playing a team that we know absolutely nothing about and seeing where we are in terms of standard in comparison to them. Well, listen, congratulations today. Well done. Thanks very much, Breffney. I also spoke to the managers on both sides of the result. Ray McBrien talked to me about his side's success, while John Sheridan spoke about the disappointment in the Glencar Manor dressing room. Ray McBrien, it was a squeaky bum time at the end of that game, but you came through in the end. Yeah, we were really up against it the last 10 minutes. They really pushed on and they were probably unlucky didn't get something out of it, but we defended really well at the end. A lot of last-ditch tackles and we let our numbers back behind the ball and we knew if we weren't going to concede a goal, we'd win it, and that's exactly what happened. In terms of the game, a couple of sin bins had a massive effect towards the end. Yeah, it, it kind of disjointed the game really, but there were, in all fairness to the referee, sin bins. The three of them were sin bins, so we had no problem with that. But it's, you have to, it takes maybe a minute or two to get tuned in after the player is sent off to get everyone marking a player. So it, it, it just gets out of hand for the sake of a minute or two. But then we regrouped again and we were back in, back in mould again after about two minutes. Yes, yeah, so we have about 15 minutes to go, seven points up. It looked all rosy in the garden, those sin bins kicked in. And all of a sudden, your player or two down for periods got back to the goal in the end what was going through your thoughts for the last three or four minutes I thought Jimmy was never going to blow the final whistle that was the first thing anyway but um, that was the, I wasn't sure what injury time he was playing he played five I think or over five which was fair enough um, I just said to myself if we don't see the goal we win it simple as that in terms of I suppose, the development of the club you've been on the losing end of these games over the years now three in a row can you go further than three in a row or have you even thought that far no, we haven't even thought about that. Um, I'd say the bit of experience stood to us today, especially near the end when the pressure was on. We, we had heartbreaking defeats over the years and yeah, we actually did learn from them mistakes and then them finals we lost. So, um, yeah, the experience was vital in the end today. Some good young teams coming through in, in this grade. How will they in the immediate final next week? They've got a good young bunch coming through. St Francis have impressed this year. Glencar Manor themselves really looking good. What do St Joseph's have to do to stay ahead of the pack? Just do what we're doing, I'd say, and maybe improve and bring it, bring another player or two into the into the fold. You have to keep bringing a bit of youth into it. We had three or four new players there today, and they made the difference. We need two or three again going forward next year to stay ahead of the stay ahead of the pack. But the likes of Otra, St Francis, 
obviously Manor Hamilton, they're going to be there about thereabouts. Kitobert, obviously, and uh, Drummer Hare will come again. Ah, Willen are coming, so we'll need two or three more players uh, going, going forward next year. Well, listen, Ryan, I'm going to let you get back to the celebrations over there. Uh, Well-deserved. Congratulations. Thanks very much, Brefney. Thanks for your help. John Sheridan, we talked during the week about how this game might go. I suppose you, you started very brightly, you finished exceptionally well, but just didn't have enough to, to claw back that lead that, that had been built up by St Joseph's. Well, you know, Brefney, as I said to you, I told you it would be a dogfight, and it's a dogfight it was till the very last second. Um, I think two things. I think experience went out in the end. Their bit of experience really showed in crucial times of the game and we didn't take our chances Brefney. Jeez, we had so many chances there. Just didn't convert and when you don't convert, you don't win games, you know. Hannah Johnson got a yellow card and the sin bin, you, you dropped back at that point. When she came back on, you really picked it up and you just couldn't quite close that gap. Well, you know, we've seen the opportunity, I suppose. I think they did somebody went went at the same time, I think Brefney. So we decided we'd push up, you know, and when we pushed up, all right, we started getting a bit of we started getting a bit more um, space inside for our, for our forwards, but just we weren't converting, Brefney. Just you know, we we had lots of chances. You know, definitely the push up worked. Uh, you know, um, but just didn't happen for us. You know, they they were experienced, Brefney. In all fairness, you have to give them credit. They defended well there. They weren't going to concede a penalty. They were happy to concede freeze outside the penalty zone. And listen, that you put that down to experience, Brefney. Nothing else. You know, we, there's nothing we could do about it. In terms of the day, good crowd here. What was the atmosphere like to be involved in? Atmosphere was electric, but. It's forgotten now. It's really now. It'll take the heart out of you. It'll take the life out of you. In fairness, we're very, very disappointed. Very disappointed for the group of players. Very disappointed for the town. It was great atmosphere and great bunting and great. Everything was, you know. And we had a great weekend. Our junior A's are into a final. Our junior B's are into a final. Just a pity we just couldn't see it out today. And of course, your co-manager PC also had a win in the All Ireland yesterday with the Masters. My Masters, yeah. But I wouldn't like to go talking to him now, Brefney. Don't go talking to him for the, your life. He, uh, he's just in bad humour. <laughs> understandable enough <laughs> listen hard luck today Hi, thanks very much thank you cheers there was other action in ladies football over the weekend with the pairing for the county finals now decided at both intermediate and junior level Mohul will join Ahawillan in the intermediate grade requiring extra time to get past a resolute Bornacula St Mary's side who might feel like they let the opportunity slip in the original 60 minutes of the game the final score there was 114 to 1-9 in favour of the Mohol girls. As predicted, Drumkiran and Kildregales have progressed to the final in the junior grade with heavy defeats of the second strings from St Francis and Uchtra Gales respectively. Both of those finals will take place next Saturday afternoon in Ahavas at 1pm and 3pm. It wasn't all about the ladies this weekend though as there was some action in the junior grades of the championship with the Vista Med Junior A and B championships both dropping from four teams to two after the weekend's action. The Junior A championship will be contested by Glencar Manor and Anna Duff after they both came through their semi-final clashes against Gorth Letra and Ahawillan respectively. Glencar Manor won on a scoreline of 113 to 4 points against Gorth Letra on Saturday evening in Drumshambo while Ahawillan went down 3-13 to 12 points against an Anaduff side who were absolutely flying in Leitrim Village yesterday afternoon. I spoke to Alan Cox of Anaduff and Patrick McMorrow of Glencar Manor after their side's victories over the weekend. Alan Cox, what's the thoughts after that game? Uh, very delighted to be in the final. I can say everyone uh, done a shift there for us today. The older lads, younger lads there, we had a good mix uh, of the two and um, worked out well in the end for us. 
uh, very happy to be into a final now. There are a few young lads there and it's the first time for them to be in a final and be a great experience for them. You held that three or four point lead for most of the game, only pulling away in the end. There was a couple of moments when it maybe looked like oh, Willem might get into that, back into that game, but you just kind of held, held your nerve and kept them out. Oh yeah, you'd expect nothing less from from a, a club like Ahawillan. They're um, they're dogged. They're um, they're not a senior club for nothing, and um, you could tell it out there. We, we had to battle there up until the last few minutes there to to put them away. Um, but um, we're delighted the way it turned out in the end. In terms of the final now, your attention uh, two or three weeks time when that takes place against Glencar Manor. Have you seen them play? Were you at the game yesterday? No, I wasn't at the game. No, but. Um, I looked at the results there and I see they're putting up big scores all year. Their first team is going well too and that's, you know, one does bring on the other. So we'll expect a huge battle out here in, in two or three weeks' time, whenever it is now. Um, I'm sure uh, Manor Hamilton will probably be favourites by some of the results they got. But uh, look, uh, we'll, uh, we're in it and we'll, we'll give it our best shot. In terms of the overall club, you mentioned Manor Hamilton's first team, your own first team going well in the intermediate grade, big semi-final next week. Yeah, again, it's going to be a huge battle against Leitrim Gales. Um, they're knocking on the door there for the last three or four years now, and um, it's going to take a huge effort next week to, to overcome them. Well, listen, well done today, and the best of luck both in the semi-final of the Intermediate and the final of the Junior A when it rolls round. Yeah, thanks very much. Patrick McMorrow, big win for you in the end today in the Junior A semi-final. Yeah, big win uh, in the end, I would say, after the 60 minutes, but I suppose the first half... We weren't really um, playing that well. It took us a while to get going. Um, I think the halftime score was 6-2 and we were in a right battle. But um, thankfully we got a good start at the beginning of the second half. We got a couple of points and a goal and we just kind of drove on from there. Now you have been the team that have been kind of cutting up trees all season at junior A level. How much have you taken from the, I suppose, the success of the senior side in the club and how much easier does that make in terms of motivating these players to stay involved with the team? Well, that's the big thing. That's the big thing with us and is the motivation coming from the seniors driving these lads at junior A level on to perform well and show us that they can be part of our senior squad as well. You know, we've probably six or seven fellas there who are part of our senior squad, but there could be more and the lads are keeping driving and pushing on. There's great numbers of training. It brings great intensity, everybody fighting for the spots and everything like that and trying to prove to... Shane Ward and Karen Fox and myself at senior and then driving that on as well with the juniors A's that you know they're putting their hands up and saying look we're here to be counted on as well. In terms of the rest of the championship you're into the final now you face either Anna Duff or Ahawillan who do battle tomorrow what's your preference do you have one? I, I, I don't I don't have any preference because you only beat a team that's in front of you um, I know Anna Duff had a Good win there against St Mary's in a tight game. It was, I think, 2-10 to 2-7 in the quarterfinal. And St Mary's, we played them and we could only draw with them here um, the first day in the championship. Um, so it'll be a good battle with either Ahawillan or Anaduff. Um, Ahawillan, of course, as well, after being defeated last week in the senior championship, will be pushing on and will be trying to get a trophy into the club too. And there are two clubs that... Um, give everything on the pitch and it'll be a difficult, difficult battle whoever we get. In terms of the, the real side of, of junior A football you're on the way to casualty, hope nothing too serious Yeah, we just have two injuries right at the end of the game there and two lads I would say who are just putting their bodies on the line although like the scoreline was 
what it was and in the last minute of the game they were still diving in front of balls and one lads blocked the ball and he received a laceration to his hand and it looks nasty enough and another guy blocked the ball and he dislocated a finger we think at the moment so that's where I'm heading off now with them to hospital. It almost seems like a shame to pick up those kind of injuries that they obviously have to go to work or college or whatever on Monday. Yeah, it is. It is, but it's all part of football, and that's you know when you go out and play football, you give it your all for the whole sixty minutes, and that's great. What we've seen with our lads have done, and although you know the game was probably won, they still put their hands and heads on the line, and that's what we like to see. Hopefully now there are two injuries that they'll be able to recover from quickly enough, and that they'll be around for the final. Well, listen, the very best of luck in that final. Congratulations again today. Thank you very much. Cheers. In the Junior B Championship, Glencar Manor kept up a clean sweep of finals appearances with a 2.18 to 6-point demolition of St Mary's, while they will face Fina, who came through a much tougher encounter with Sean O'Heslins in their last four clash on Saturday evening. The final score there was 4.8 to 1.6. Now, it was the same management team with Glencar Manor, so we gave Patrick McMorrow and his team a rest yesterday, but I did catch up with T.P. McLaughlin from Fina, as well as one of their players, Martin Doonan, who scored two goals in their victory on Saturday evening. T.P. McLaughlin, delighted to be in a, a Junior B final? Ah, yeah, any day you get to a final, it's great for the club. It keeps the, the heart of the club ticking over for another while. Anyhow, it was probably a dull enough year for us, but this, this group of players keeps the, the heart going in the club. Anyhow, so it's great. Yeah, we're delighted. In terms of the game today, fairly tight and physical. Yeah, physically, but I wouldn't expect anything more from our neighbours, Ballinamore. They're putting in a huge effort this year at all levels, and it kind of reflected on the team that out there today. They were they were a fit team, and, and, and a few fellas maybe they came back from the vaults for the day, but they're all, they're all good players, and we weren't expecting an easy game today. And right up till the end, like, we, we pulled away in the way in the end, but at half-time, it was anyone's game, and they had a breeze in the second half. So look at, we're delighted, we're delighted. I think your individual fitness probably told in the last t- 10 or 15 minutes of the game. Yeah, probably we would have more players than them playing on, at first level, first team football. So that probably stood to us a bit, all right. And we have a lot of young players there, and it's great to, it's great experience for them. Yeah, uh, relegated from the league in Division One this year at senior level, and in the relegation shake-up for the championship as well. Will this group of players coming through the club help revitalise and push Fina back up towards Division One and senior status in the coming years? Ah, yeah, well, I wouldn't say push us back up. We're not, we're not gone down yet, but <laughs> won't write us off yet. But no, we, we've had good lads coming along all the years. And I think this year has been, as I say, a bit of a lull, all right, seeing with the high of winning the Intermediate Championship last year. So there's always kind of a lull after something like that. But they're young players, that, they needed every year to regroup. And it's a tougher game when you're playing at Senior Championship. There's no, there's no hiding place there. So look at this will stand at them. And uh, we look forward to, kind of, to the years ahead with the squad of players we have, yeah. Who do you face in the final? They play tomorrow, but who, would you have a preference for St Mary's or Manor Hamilton? No, we'd, we don't mind. We, all we were looking forward to was this game today. We didn't really give much thought. We've played Carrick earlier in the year, but that was kind of irrelevant. They had missing a lot of players on that day, so we can't read too much in it. Manor Hamilton has seen their second team playing out there today. They, they, they were in good shape and they, they, they looked like a first-team uh, squad there. So no matter which club we meet, it's going to be a difficult game for us. And, We'll be hoping for a bit of luck on the day to get us across the line. Well, well done today. Thanks very much. Martin Doonan, through to a county final, must be happy with the, the results. Yeah, it's a, a good feeling. Um, we had a good year last year in this competition as well. Um, we got to the final, unfortunately we lost to um, Ahawillan. 
that day after, you know, after a good hard battle, I suppose, we were a bit annoyed that we left it behind us that time. So nice to get back into it again. Um, going to meet in, you know, strong opposition in either Manor Hamilton or, or Carrick. So, but just glad to be in this now and keep the head down. And important game again next week with our first team, you know, trying to retain our, our, our senior status. You know, after winning the intermediate last year, a big achievement for the club. You know, we'd like to, to stay up now and uh, keep fighting on. Today's games had a lot of the homework. Uh, junior B about it it had I don't know lads who maybe weren't quite at the same fitness level some pretty wayward shooting and then some dodgy enough defending at times yeah some tough hits going in I was on the brunt of a few of them but I suppose you have to as you say in junior B and you have to get used you have to take them you have to get up and go again and you know keep the head going but yeah but you know what at the same time you know you say all the misses and everything and but there's still some good scores you know good goals going in and you know it was competitive and I suppose we uh, we built on like, a strong second half performance. You know that's what we. You know the first half was tight. We probably missed a lot, but good strong second half performance. Space started to open up, and thankfully we got our goals and and uh, we marched on. You said good goals. Two of them came from your boot. Uh, the second one at the second attempt, you buried it. Yeah, yeah. The first one. How much did you actually know about that? Because it looked like a kind of a miss kick. Yeah, I ended yeah, up in the back yeah, of the net. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's often better to say, you know, if I probably had to get a good strike and I say Darren and goals probably would have saved it. But yeah, I kind of swung a leg at it and I think, oh, and then it's just classic, like I think it was Father Ted's over 75. You just see this little ball trickling over the line. You think it's going to stop, but it went over. I think for the second goal, yeah, I think I'd be a good, um, it'd be a good day if you had me in the fancy league. I think I'd get an assist from my own goal there or something. So um, yeah, I, when, it was a good save by the goalie on the line. It was just lucky that it came back, you know, and I got... Got a clean hit with the left foot, hit the roof, hit the, the net. I think we were down maybe two points at that stage, and that kind of pulls the point back up, and we kind of gained momentum from that. Like, then there was some great running from the lads, you know. And today we had a strong panel as well, you know. And it's good to see lads that are coming back from injury and coming back into the team, and you know, really getting in there, especially the younger lads. You know, a lot of the younger lads. This is the young team played played well there today, so. How important is junior B football? I know it's the brunt of a lot of jokes across the country, but how important is a team like this to a club like Freena? Oh, it's very important. You know, <laughs> your club is very important, whether it's your first team, your second team, or even their Ballymore, that was their third team. It's massively important. I like, guess massively important for lads who mightn't be making, you know, the first team because it's good to get action. You know, a lot of training. It's a long year. You know, and the club, you know, it's the lifeblood of any parish, and you know, it's the same in Fina. You know, um, I love playing for the club, whether it's the first team or the second team. You know, sometimes the second team football can be a, a nice release, it mightn't be as less pressure. But when you go out onto that field today, like it doesn't matter to, to us, it doesn't matter. You just have to win. Like once you cross the line, you just have to win, and it's lovely there. If, if, I, if people might say today, if, if you lost, it's only junior B. You'd be sick, like you know, you don't want to lose anything. You go out. Now we're in a final. It's a bit of a bit of a boost. You know, we've had a tough year in senior. We're going back down to Division Two. We're trying to fight to stay up. You know, and that's going to be vitally important. The next two games are as vitally important as a semi-final and a final and intermediate championship. Like last year, we won that to get up. Now we have to win our next. You know, have a tough game against Drummer here. You know, if we get through that, we've, we'll have another tough game. You know, that's the same as last year. We're fighting to retain our status. Help win today helps us keep training, keep momentum up, keep the spirit up. You know, it's great for a lot of old stalwarts in our club as well. You know, that might, you know, I'm fortunate to have won a championship, but as many Fiend lads going back years ago, you know, we have to win it for them as well. Like, when you win anything, it's great in a par- it's great in a parish. No matter what it is, it's great in a parish in a final, you know. You might say there's a 
not a lot of pressure in Junior B. There was some, a lot of pressure in some of those challenges today. But listen, congratulations today and best of luck in the final. Thanks very much. Rugby was also on the agenda for the weekend and not just in Japan, where, of course, Ireland secured a fabulous victory over Scotland yesterday morning. There was local interest in the Connacht Senior League final weekend as Leitrim Village's Matthew Early played a role in Sligo Rugby Club's 33 points to 7 victory over Galwegians, which saw them clinch their first ever Connacht Senior League trophy. With two weeks to their first All-Ireland League game back in Galway against the same opposition, I caught up with Matthew after Sligo secured the title on Saturday evening. Now, this weekend in Galway saw Sligo Rugby Club play their final game of the Connacht Senior League. Going into the weekend, they were top of the table and needed to outperform Buccaneers' result to secure their first ever Connacht Senior League title. Well, that is exactly what happened, and I'm joined by Matthew Early, who was part of the squad today for Sligo Rugby Club. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You won out in the scoreline in the end of 33-7, while Buccaneers lost to Ballina, somewhat surprisingly, but it means that Sligo have won their first ever Connacht Senior League. It's your first year at adult rugby, um, having played at the tail end of last season and the start of this year. It must be huge for the club. There must be some great celebrations going on in Hamilton Park this evening. Yeah, look, it was a great win. Um, look, it's great for the club to win the Connacht League for the first ever time. And we'll be looking on to the AIL now to add a bit more silverware to the year. From your own personal point of view, you started on the bench today but came on for the last 25 minutes or so. How nice was it to be on the pitch at the final whistle just to celebrate that fa- fabulous victory? Ah, yeah, it was, a, it was a class feeling to be on the pitch there. To win first of the silverware with the Sligo seniors, to be involved with a couple of other games as well in the Connacht League was nice to top it off. So it was a good, it was a good win. Looking forward to the AIL, as you mentioned, of course, the Rugby World Cup will take most people's attention, at least on the television and across the the country over the next couple of weeks. But your AIL season starts in, I think it's two weeks' time, uh, the first weekend in October. Will you be involved in the the squad this year? How and if so, what role do you see yourself playing? Um, well, I hope to be involved week in week out with the AIL squad, whether it's on bench or starting in the number two jersey. But I just have to see how. Next couple of weeks go. Obviously, with the season starts in uh, two weeks against Galwegians, who we bet fairly comfortably today. So I'll be hoping to be involved in that as well. And in terms of the, I suppose the the Leitrim element of of the uh, the whole campaign, there's no senior rugby team in County Leitrim, so local representatives end up going to Sligo. Tell us a bit about the club in terms of how accommodating they've been to you over the last twelve months. In the back of my mind. Sligo was always an option when I was playing for Carrick, but I've always loved playing for my my home club in Carrick. But at the end of the day, there was only one option when there was no team at my age in Carrick. Sligo accepted me with open arms, and it's been on the up ever since. In terms of your own career, obviously part of the Connacht team that won the under eighteen interprovincials last year, played in the under nineteens this this season just gone. Your focus now for the next twelve months is very much on the AIL. How is being in college in Galway affecting getting up and down to training? Not too bad. There's 10 of us that are based in Galway on the Sligo team. So we meet up every Tuesday for a training session that keeps us going when we miss the training sessions at home and then the other training sessions on a Friday evening. So that's handy enough to get back to. So it's not really stalled me too much, but it's a bit of a, a nuisance not being able to train with the rest of the team. 
how have you found that jump up to senior level in terms of the intensity of the games and training sessions? Okay, it's a huge jump. Huge jump. You're playing with men. You're playing with lads that are three and four stone heavier than what you've been playing with the year beforehand. So, yeah, it took me a while to get used to it. But I was thrown in the deep end playing my first ever senior rugby game. It was an AIL game, so I was well used to it now when it came around to it. I suppose the, the newspapers today have been full of a 14-year-old making his appearance for Bohemians last night. Now, I know it's soccer and I know it's slightly less contact and less physical than rugby would be. But what's your own view on the fact that you can't play senior adult rugby until you're 18 in this country? Totally the way it should be. Look, if, if in soccer you could be 12 and you could be, you could be playing senior soccer, it'd go all right. But you're going up against men who are out to kill you in rugby. So 18 is nearly too young but look at that's the way it is how do you find the jump physically yourself a huge it's a huge jump you get, you get used to it awful quick in terms of today's results as we're speaking on, on Saturday evening how happy are you to be I suppose a Connacht Senior League champion delighted absolutely delighted didn't three years ago I wouldn't have thought I'd be in this position thinking 18 having a Connacht League under my belt at 18 so absolutely delighted well, listen, Matthew, thanks for joining me. I hope you get back to the celebrations. And uh, as we're talking, obviously, Ireland playing tomorrow morning. It'll be already over when people are listening to this, but I'm sure you'll enjoy the rest of the weekend from a rugby point of view. Will do. No bother. Thanks very much. In junior rugby, Carrick and Shannon Rugby Club's division kicked off this weekend with victories for Ballyhonus, Balnasloe and Toome. But they have to wait until October 6th for their first league game of the season when they make the trip to Balnasloe. Craig's Corinthians and our ladies boys club in Galway City make up the remainder of the teams in that particular division. Another Leitrim Village youngster who has made an impression in his first full season in the National League has been Niall Moran of Sligo Rovers. He played on Friday night in a 2-0 victory over UCD in the Belfield Bowl, which sees Rovers secure their mid-table position after a few seasons flirting with the relegation zone. The goals came from an own goal and a Chris Twardek effort to seal the win. They now faced Dundalk FC in the showgrounds on Sunday afternoon in the semi-final of the FAI Cup. Dundalk may be crowned league champions ahead of the game. Dundalk may be visiting the showgrounds as league champions when they host Shamrock Rovers this evening in Oriel Park in Dundalk. Anything but defeat for the loud side would see them lift their fifth championship title in six years. In local junior soccer, no adult action this weekend for either Manor Rangers or Carrick Town, but plenty of underage results. We'll go through them now. In the under-16 Connacht Cup, Carrick Town 2, Ben Bulban 3, while Manor Rangers had a 3-0 victory away to Yates United. Under-14, also in the Connacht Cup, Manor Rangers had a large 5-0 victory over Gertrude Celtic, while Gertrude Celtic also beat Carrick Town 3-0. Like we mentioned last week, there must have been two teams from Gurchin in that particular under-14 Connacht Cup competition. In the under-12 Connacht Cup, Carrick Town 3, Strandhill 0, Manor Rangers 3, Kilglass Enniscrone 0. In girls under-14, Carrick Town had a 3-0 victory over Merville of Sligo. And that, folks, is all we have time for this week. A fantastic spectacle for the ladies game in the final yesterday with some phenomenal talent on show from both sides. 
the experienced St. Joseph's had just enough in the tank to hold on at the death against a lively young Glencar Manor side who will have better days in the future. Congratulations to St. Joseph's on their third victory in succession in the county final. Well done also to Matthew Early and his Sligo rugby teammates on their first ever Connacht Senior League title, as well as taking the opportunity to wish Niall Moran and his Sligo Rovers teammates the very best of luck ahead of their FAI Cup semi-final next weekend against Dundalk. We, of course, will be previewing all of the semi-final action from the Senior and Intermediate Football Championships next weekend on the show on Friday. Don't forget, you can get your tickets for Leitrim Daily live on the 8th of October in the Glen Centre in Manor Hamilton. It promises to be a fantastic night as we preview the two county finals, senior and intermediate, with some of the characters of each of the clubs who will be competing in those finals. Tickets are €10 Euros and all proceeds are going to Northwest Stop and you can get your tickets right now on theglencentre.com. I'll be back tomorrow with Faces and Places where I'll be taking a look back at some of the participants, artists and attendees at Culture Night events last Friday evening around the county. Talk to you then.